don't set a New Year's resolution. I'm serious about this. It's one of these things that I think traps people. They wait till the new year to start this amazing life transformation and they get a couple of weeks in, they're going strong and then life happens and then they break down and they're back to normal and they're halfway through January or halfway through February and they're back on the same track they were last year and nothing ends up changing until the end of the next year, in which case they set the same news resolution or something similar and the cycle repeats itself. My advice to you is to not set a New Year's resolution. Just don't. But if you're going to, set it as a habitual change, a small change, something that you're going to work on over time, right? Not this massive, I'm going to go to the gym every day, five days a week when you don't train at all, but just small incremental changes, something that's actually can be accomplished. It's very motivating to go, oh, I'll make this big change. But in the reality of, of how your brain works, it's just not going to happen. Because if you were capable of making such a massive change that you're going to put into this New Year's resolution, you would have done it already. I mean, there's nothing special about the first day of the year, right? As humans, we like to have this, you know, all our ducks in a row, sort of this OCD style thing where it's like, oh, it's the new year, it's the new month, it's the new first day of the week, whatever, we're going to start. We're going to start something. You know, this sort of tendency to want to start things at a particular time or have things set around certain dates impacts things even like the stock market. Prices will hover at whole numbers for longer than they would historically, right? So that's what you get this sort of up or down trend because humans value numbers in a weird way, even though like logically there's no real reason. In the same sense, January 1st, is the same as any other day. It's just another day. So if you really did truly care about eating well or quitting smoking or starting an exercise regime, what are you waiting for? Start right now. I'm recording this on the 29th. Why not start now? What What, what is actually stopping you other than the desire to start it on a new year? If you care about this goal, you would already be doing it or you should start it now. Don't eat the cake, right? I remember when I first went down this path, I'd be like, I'm going to start a diet tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And what I would do on the day before the diet was gorge because it's like, oh, this is going to be the last time I can eat that cake. And surprise, surprise, I ended up, my diet failed. A better approach is to work out what you value, work out what you want to accomplish and slowly start chipping away at it, make it a lifestyle change, implement things that will impact your life in a way that's small and subtle, but doable on a day-to-day basis. Because, you know, and I'm sure you've gone through this, you've implemented a diet, exercise regime, started practicing something, started studying something, started trying to change a major habit, but you've gone too hard. And then life happens, you know, something, you know, the kids, something happens with the kids or the parents or work or your health or whatever money and you find that you just can't keep up that same that same schedule and then you know a couple of weeks pass and you're back to where you used to be and the reason this is the case is that it's just we're creatures of habit so if you try and go bang I'm going to do this thing super quick straight away it doesn't quite it doesn't quite work out it doesn't quite sink but over time if you make those small changes 
eventually you'll, you'll find that your life is slowly changing to go down that path. Weightlifting is a good analogy for this. If you put on a heavy weight and just decide to push, you'll either hurt yourself or you won't be able to budge the bar. But if over time you started light and then you got heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier, eventually you'll be able to do that heavy, heavy weight without even thinking about it. That'll be your warm up. But it takes time right? It takes time not only to develop the muscle strength, but also to develop the habits. Because, you know, right now, if we take weightlifting or lift exercise as an example, that exercise takes time. Where's that time going to come from? Right now, you're, you're, you're full of motivation. You're going, I'm going to do this thing. So you're willing to sacrifice the TV or the socializing or the family time or whatever it is. But in a month, are you going to be still as equally motivated? What about in six months? Are you still going to be able to go, no, I'm not going to go out drinking because I need to get up and lift weights in the morning, right? Maybe, but probably not because you're not used to it because the motivation will drop. And the motivation drop is another key factor. I like to, to, to run on like a morning routine because I know that if I get up and I do exercise, I meditate and I write and I just do it, Every day, I get those things done. It's not, there's no factor, there's no question. It's not, a, it's not a matter of motivation. It's just a matter of what I do. You know, in the same way, like, you'll have showers or brush your teeth every day. You're not, like, super pumped, but it's just what you do, right? If you could add that stuff to your life, if you can establish a morning routine, yeah? Or at least, you know, my New Year's resolution is to figure out and establish and implement a morning routine, so that by the end of 2020, I'm getting up every day and I'm doing X, Y, Z. That's probably something that is accomplishable, provided you go slow. I've got a Skillshare course out. I'll put a link down below to it on establishing a morning routine. You get two months free access if you use the link. But it goes into depth with this on different ways to establish the morning routine. But the key takeaway is that start slow. Just, just start slow in the sense of, Add one minute of meditation. Add one minute of exercise. And I, I use those examples because they're my examples, but it's whatever your examples. One minute of cleaning, one minute of whatever, right? And then add a second, add a third minute, add a fourth minute. And eventually you'll build up your morning and you'll find that you'll take away that slack time and you'll be able to start doing things. And then after a couple of months, you'll start to see noticeable improvements. With exercise, you'll start feeling fitter. With meditation, you'll start feeling mentally clear. With cleaning, the house will start looking relatively clean. You'll be starting to struggle to find stuff to do, right? All of this is a approach that you can take, but it won't happen with a massive push. Those massive pushes are great. You know, pull out the motivation when you, when you need to do something in that moment. But as a long-term change, it's not going to happen. It just, it just, it just can't be maintained. In and if it could be maintained, you're probably already doing it, and therefore setting a a resolution to do something particular isn't going to really help you. You're already doing the thing. So for me personally, what am I going to try and implement? Well, I've started, like I said, with my morning routine. I've added the writing every day. And I found that for me to be one of the greatest things for not only my mental state, but my writing productivity. Prior to implementing this, I was, you know, I'm working on lucidity. I've got it here, novel. I'm at about 14,000 words. 
prior to doing it, this approach, I was doing it with the motivation approach. When I'm motivated to write, I'll write. And I sort of got stuck at around five to 7,000 words, somewhere in there. I got stuck on a hard bit. And I would sit down when I was motivated. Um, and it, I tried to do it once every week or two weeks. And I'd be like, all right, I'm going to write. And then I was stuck. And that session passed. Not many words added, if any. And then it would come back. And, you know, a week or two would swing by and feel motivated again. I'd try again. Nothing. And I was getting quite downtrodden with it. I was feeling like, well, you know, can I do this? Am I a writer? Is this possible? Because I just wasn't adding words to it. I wasn't getting past this challenging bit. And then I realized it's like, okay, well, in the same way that I meditate daily and I exercise daily with my mornings, I should just write. I should just do it. Sit down for an hour and just stare at the screen. And if I don't write something, I don't write it. And if I do write something, great, I have. And what I found was by sitting down and forcing myself there, that first day or that second day, I was able to just start. And, you know, the, the first day I think I wrote trash, but I got through that hard bit. And then on the second and the third and the fourth days, I was able to fix up that trash that I wrote, get past that hump, and now I'm at about fourteen to fifteen to seventeen thousand words because I've been slowly adding to it every day. Today I only did it for maybe twenty to thirty minutes because you know life happens and that sort of stuff. But I'm chipping away at this every day. So my my resolution for for New Year's is to write daily. And I've already started doing that process because I value it. I don't have to wait until an arbitrary date to start because I want it. If you want something, start now. There, there, is, there is no reason, there is no, there's no particular time or reason or anything that you should wait for. What I'm going to do for the people listening, so if you're watching the video, you'll have to click the link down below. But from my book, How to Get Your Shit Together, I'm going to share a chapter called It's Never the Right Time. So basically the summary of this chapter is that you're always going to have an excuse. You're always going to find a reason not to do something. There, there's, you know, there's always problems with work or with family or money issues or health issues or, you know, you don't think you know enough or that, you know, there's other things to do, whatever. There's always a reason not to do something. The lights are never always green. And yet people act regardless. Look at every famous, every successful, every, every person that has accomplished anything of worth. Now, Obviously, their lives are different to yours and you know, different genes, different upbringings, all that sort of stuff. But everyone has their cross to bear, right? Everyone has issues. And if you look into the backstories and the autobiographies of all of these people, they're always going to be like, yeah, I struggled here, 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 here. They, they list through because you know everyone has a life to live. So with that in mind, if you realize that, if you realize that people have issues, that they're going to work through, and yet they push through it and accomplish it anyway, then you're going to apply that logic back to you and go, okay, these successful people had issues and, and challenges to overcome. A lot of them probably thought they couldn't, but they pushed through and tried anyway. If I push through and try anyway, I might be able to accomplish some stuff. Now, I'm not talking about necessarily big, massive goals, but this could be like you know, losing the weight or starting a hobby or changing the career or, you know, finishing school, whatever it is, 
it's never the, it will never feel like the right time, but you've got to act regardless. And for me personally, the best way that I find to act regardless is to set a morning routine just because it gets it done. Motivation aside, excuses aside, I'm here and I'm doing the work. This is what works for me. So for the people on the video signing off, people on the um, listening by audio, I will play you the chapter of how to get your shit together called It's Never the Right Time. Like I've said just before I go, this book is out and available as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook. And if you grab yourself a copy, it's a great way of supporting the podcast here. And I'll put the link down below so you can read it as well. Catch ya. Chapter 6.2 It is never the right time. Don't wait. The time will never be just right. Napoleon Hill There are as many reasons not to follow your dreams as there are dreams to have. I know this from first-hand experience. For the longest part of my life, I was just waiting. I was safe, stuck in a comfortable rut, with my anxiety holding me back from taking any real actions towards pursuing my dreams. I wasn't unhappy, but I was far from satisfied. I knew what I wanted to do. I had massive goals that I wanted to achieve, things that I wanted to create, and challenges that I wanted to attempt. Bucket list kind of things. But I was too afraid to take action. I was waiting for the right time. Then I would act. Then I would take the plunge and start living my life. I figured that once I had a secure base to operate from, I would finally feel comfortable taking action. Problem was that the goalpost kept shifting. There was always another reason not to take action. Every time I solved a problem that was holding me back, I would notice another problem. Solving that one problem only revealed another. So I kept to the status quo and continued waiting. My anxiety was masquerading as prudency. I would watch each year pass and say to myself that next year will be the year that I act. Once I had resolved the issues in my life, I would be free to take action. Unsurprisingly, this never happened. As time passed, my mental health deteriorated. My anxiety skyrocketed and depression flared up. It had become so bad that I began to struggle with self-harm and suicidal thoughts. I wanted out, but I was too afraid to do anything to change my situation. So I broke down, suffering from a quarter-life crisis of sorts. It was clear that unless I accepted that it would never feel like the right time to take action, I would never take action. This realisation, of course, didn't resolve the anxiety or solve the problems that I thought needed addressing. But it did help me to realise something. Everyone has issues that they're facing, yet people still do amazing things. Every story of success begins with challenges. Every time someone pursues their dreams, they do so in spite of the barriers that stand in their way. It didn't feel like the right time, yet they took action and got the results. So I stopped teaching in high school full-time and upskilled to become a martial arts instructor. I also began writing, vlogging and podcasting, sharing my story with the world and helping others through similar life circumstances. I started travelling and trying new hobbies. I had a chart. Was there challenges and setbacks? Of course, but just as I discussed in Chapter 1.5, Overtly State Your Anxiety, my worst fears never eventuated. I did have issues, of course, but I was able to address them at the time. The best part? By overcoming those challenges, I grew stronger. Take action. 
At the top of a page, write down a goal that you want to achieve. Below that goal, write down every reason that you are not taking action on it yet. These are things that if they were resolved, you'd begin following your dream today. I've listed some common reasons below, but please add more of your own. For example, you are too busy. Work commitments take away the necessary time. Your spouse or family is not supportive. You don't have the experience or skills needed. You don't have the required startup capital. Market conditions are not right at the moment. You are too young. You are too old. Your children are not the right age to make the change. Your other goals are stopping you. Friends and family don't see your vision. There are no opportunities to do your dream given where you live. You are too mentally distracted at the moment. Your mental afflictions will stop you. Review your list and ask yourself the following question. Will there ever be a time in which all of your reasons to not take action on following your dreams will be resolved? If you answered no, then you now have two options. Either you give up on your goal, or you accept the fact that there will always be reasons that you shouldn't do it, but you will attempt to do it anyway. Remember, there will always be a reason not to act, yet people accomplish goals all the time. Let's say you have the goal of writing a novel. You could easily say to yourself, with my work commitments, young child and social obligations, I don't have the time right now. When things settle down, I'll write it then. This seems like reasonable enough a compromise. When life gives you the opportunity to do so, you will write. Unfortunately, if you would just accept this line of reasoning, the chances of you actually writing that novel is slim to none. You will never have the time unless you make it. Work will always demand a certain amount of your time, which will only increase with experience and position. You will always have the family commitments and obligations taking up your holiday time. The same life obligations that have taken up your time now will continue to take up your time into the future. You will most likely defer writing the novel until you are retired or on long service leave. This may work, but it likely won't. By then, there will be other time sinks obligations and commitments that could potentially take your time. Besides, the idea may go stale if you don't act upon it. You will have missed your opportunity. Long story short, you will never feel like you have the time to write the novel. When you acknowledge that there will always be a reason not to act, yet commit to acting anyway, amazing things will happen. It won't happen overnight, but it will, if you make it happen. The following take action will help you take your first steps towards your life goals. Take action. Revisit your goal from the first take action prior. Write down the small step that you could take today towards pursuing that goal. It doesn't matter how small this would be compared to actually accomplishing the entire goal. Put this book down and actually do that small step. Ignore the voice that is popping you up telling you why you shouldn't take this action. Where has that voice gotten you in the past? Seriously, what are you waiting for? Go and do it. Right now. Repeat this process daily, doing a small step towards your goal until you have accomplished it. I realise that the advice in this chapter is literally akin to just do it. But realistically, what more can I say? Unless you take the steps to do it, it will never get done. 
How important are your dreams to you? Problems and solutions. Problem. I don't have enough time. Solution. Spend less time socializing, watching TV, or on your hobbies. Consider changing jobs and cutting time syncing activities and people. Problem. I can't afford to change jobs. Solution. Can you downsize your life in any way? Do you need so many rooms in the house? Do you need such a new car? Can you remove some subscription services? Do you need to go out to eat so often? Do you need all of that latest technology? Problem. My friends and family don't support me. Solution. Most people don't believe in something until it's been done. Unfortunately, you may have to take action despite the negative attitude towards your goal. Often, the people close to us can be the biggest haters and naysayers out there. They do this out of love. They can only see the potential downside. They don't have your vision or your dream. Thus, they will advise caution. Take action anyway. Problem. I'm too old. Solution. You are not getting any younger. Take action now. Because if the goal is time-based, it will only get harder as time goes on. Problem. I'm too mentally distracted. Solution. Close the mental tabs and reconsider. Often we find ourselves with many projects all going at once. Unfortunately, this can have the effect of overwhelming us into stagnation. Take daily actions to finish off any outstanding tasks. Do your taxes, make the phone call, complete the repairs, do the shopping, and make the needed inquiries. Problem. Family commitments are stopping me. Solution. Self-sacrifice is not necessarily the best solution to parenthood. You're modelling behaviours that your children will adopt for themselves. Do you want them to take risks to follow their dreams? If so, model that behaviour. Note that I'm not by any means saying that you should drop everything and just go. You most definitely need to plan and work out your direction. Rather, I'm wanting you to overcome your mental barriers that are presented as practical problems. Dealing with actual problems. There will of course be actual roadblocks that will be necessary to overcome to accomplish your dreams. Some things will just have to happen before other things can. However, you can still take action towards your goal. Although it may not feel like it at the time, working on and completing the first task is in fact taking action towards your overall goal. If you need to work more to save up money for a holiday, get working. If you need to get a degree to attain your dream job, get studying. If you need to increase fitness to win the competition, get in the gym. Just don't let the preliminary hurdles stop you from taking action. Frequently asked questions. I know that I should take action, and not taking action is making me slip further and further into depression. Despite this, I'm still afraid to take the plunge and risk it all. Rarely will a change cause you to risk it all. Often things can return to normal, provided you are willing to eat humble pie, apologise and not burn bridges. True, depending on the changes that you want to make, there will be some risks involved, and that can be scary. But what is the alternative? Your goals won't just vanish. In one year, or five, or ten, you will still be wanting to make the changes and still be afraid to do so.
Eventually, something will have to give. You will either decide to take action, or inaction will cause you to fall further into depression. Only this time, you will have the added impact of knowing that you waited years before acting. I would suggest talking through this fear of action with a competent counsellor or a trusted friend who will help you to really dig down into the specifics of what exactly is holding you back. If you are open to their feedback, their detached perspective could help you to realise that taking action is not as risky as it seems now. Alternatively, they could help you to implement strategies to cope with the risk that is present. Summary. Recognise that it will never feel like the right time to take action, and that there will always be a reason not to follow your dreams. Do it regardless. Taking action is the only way to achieve success. So that was the chapter from my book, How to Get Your Shit Together, called It's Never the Right Time. If you'd like to grab yourself a copy of the book, it's out now as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook, and it's a great way to support the podcast. And, you know, if you really want to help out, I would love, love, love for you to leave a review wherever you're listening to it, and just tell me what you're thinking, tell me what you're going through in that review, and, you know, what the podcast's given you. Catch ya.